0: Welcome to the seventh episode of Cooking with the Wood Sisters. The Wood Sisters are glad to be part of Michael Funky's monthly The Radical Songbook podcast. I'm Catherine Wood, and I'm in the kitchen today with my sister, Sally. Hello, Sally. Hi, sister. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm glad to be talking okay. to you. Sally and I have decided okay. to take turns choosing, sharing, and leading the discussion on recipes. This month is Sally's turn. So take it away, Sally. Hey, I'm sharing a recipe that I just love. It's uh, for uh, shortbread. It's um,
1: This is a recipe Anna Garten uh, developed, and it's available on the Food Network, too, so you can look up there if you need to. But it's very simple and just delicious, um, and you can keep the dough in the freezer for up to two months and um, take it off if you need to. So anyway, the ingredients are three-fourths of a pound of butter, uh, which would be three sticks. We call them sticks here. I just learned recently that some people call them cubes, but we, we say sticks here in Wisconsin. Uh, mm-hmm. They have cups of all-purpose flour. Uh, how much sugar? One cup of granulated sugar. A little bit of salt, like a big pinch of salt. She said just half a teaspoon. And a teaspoon or so of vanilla, or they're also good with about half a teaspoon of almond. Uh, oh, I bet. Extract, too. So, to begin, the uh, uh, butter should be at room temperature, so it's going to be easy to mix. And I use a stand mixer to mix mine up, but you can do it by hand or with a handheld mix- uh, mixer, uh, whatever works for you. So, you mix the uh, three-fourths of a pound of butter with uh, uh, one cup of sugar until it's nice and creamy, and then you mix in the uh, vanilla, and then... The salt and the extract you choose to use, just till it, just till it's all combined. Don't don't over mix. And then I divide it into um, two, for, you know, in half into two portions, and I roll them into a into a log shape. With they're probably about about two inches across, maybe a little bit less. And then I wrap them in Saran wrap or wax um, paper and wrap them well and twist the ends. Uh, and refrigerate them at least half an hour. I usually do it one or even two days, let it refrigerate. I think the flavors develop better. At that point, you can also freeze one of the logs or bowls, you know, if you don't want to make any of them at that point. Freeze them for up to two months, as I said. But when you're ready to bake, uh, let them warm up to just below, you know, room temperature. You don't want them hot and soft. You want them to have still have a little chill on them. And cut them into... Like just under half an inch slices, and uh, put them on a. I put them on a, silco, a silpat lined um, cookie sheet. I think because of all the butter in there, you probably could just put it right on the cookie sheet too, and not have trouble with um, sticking. I usually sprinkle just a little bit of granulated sugar on the top, but um, you could also use colored sugar or some little sprinkles if you want to too and then bake them in an oven that's been preheated to 325 for about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, that can vary a little bit. What I like to do is bake them until they're completely tanned on, on, across the top, not just the edges, but across the top. Oh. And then mm-hmm. you get a really good kind of a burnt butter flavor out of it, a kind of a, a hazelnut flavor too. People really like these, and I think that's why. I think it's because I bake them a bit longer than is usually suggested. And then take the cookie sheet, I think you make like, you can make like two cookie sheets with the one, with one of the rolls of dough. Then uh, take them out and let them cool on a wire rack for 10 minutes or so. And then I usually slide the cookies off the rack right onto, or right onto the rack, off the cookie sheet, right onto the rack till they completely cool. And then store them in an airtight tin. And they're better a day or two later too, than when they come right out of the oven the flavor develops a bit more. So I think that that is it.
0: Why don't you relist the ingredients and then um, add a couple questions. Okay.
1: The ingredients are three-fourths of a pound of butter, which is three sticks, three and a half cups of all-purpose flour, one cup of granulated sugar. I've seen the recipes, too, where you can use like half granulated and half brown sugar. We're going to give it more of a Hmm. caramel-y taste. Uh, Half a teaspoon of salt. And then a teaspoon of vanilla or half a teaspoon of almond extract or the extract of your choice. And
0: what extract do you use? I usually use vanilla. That's what I usually have on hand, but I just happen to have a big bottle of almond extract. So I've been looking (laughs) for ways to use that. If I remember correctly, one reason we wanted to share this recipe is because we thought, it would be a nice Mother's Day gift or a nice okay. addition yeah. to a Mother's Day meal because uh, what mother doesn't love homemade cookies? Yes. yes, yes.
1: And these are, like I said, they're just delicious. They're really good. They complement <laughs> them on them every time I make them.
0: Great. They sound good. And did you already um, mention how many cookies you can make with a, a whole batch? Or? With a whole batch, you, get a, you probably get, like, Around thirty
1: to thirty six oh, pieces wow. all together. Good. Just, you know, it depends on how thick you cook them or cut them. I did and the original said- recipe. She cuts them in like well uh, she rolls out the dough and cuts them in a rectangular shape and
0: dips half of them in chocolate too. Right, melted um chocolate chips. Yeah. Or some yeah. very good semi sweet chocolate chocolate chips. Re- like. yeah. yeah. Recommending. The yeah. jelly
1: makes really good chips and um, bars that you can
0: melt, too. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty rich, though. I mean, shortbread cookies, yeah. dip and, and That's chocolate. why I, I don't, yeah, I don't use it. Not that I wouldn't like them, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and I noticed in her recipe she's recommending sifting the flour and the, um, what's the other dry ingredients or something else together or, before, but do you do that? Do you use a sifter? The, the flour and the salt, yeah.
1: I'll take a whisk and just run it through those ingredients, but I don't
0: always. Okay, yeah, I I understand that. And, again, I think it's important that we give credit to Ina Garten, G-A-R-T-E-N, and people can find her recipe on the Food Network website, too. Nice. So thanks so much for sharing. Anything else you want to say or add to the recipe? I can't think of anything right now. Yep. I I think I'm good. Thank you for joining us for our seventh episode of Cooking with the Wood Sisters. Sally and I hope to be back next month as part of the Radical Songbook podcast. Please look for this episode and previous episodes on Michael Funky's theradicalsongbook.com, and it's important to include the at the beginning. Our delightful theme music is by my friend Joyce Respis, and Sally's going to take us out. Hey, I
1: just want to remind everybody if you like the show, please tell somebody else and share the love. We have fun making it. Okay, so let's see. Yes, until next time, keep feeding your bellies and your souls. Mm-hmm.